this edition of the Imaginary Finnish Baseball Podcast, Sakamo wins number four. We take a look at the award winners for 1941. And lastly, we take a look at the draft. Who are the names you need to know? Make your picks this weekend. Let's get to it. It's time for the show. It's not easy listening. And it's not for wimps. It's for stations who want their music to be as exciting as their talk. Sports Radio 66. Oops, they did it again. It's the Kamish coming at you live. Season 11 come to a close. That was fast. I don't even know where to start with this one, but what a fun season that was. There's no definitive favorite this year. I don't know that we walked into the season being like, ah, this is Pori's year, or ah, this is Sakamo's year. And even into the finals, as you can see, we had three teams, Sakamo, Kubala, and Pori. Um, you know, Pori, Pori quick exit out of the postseason this year. Um, and of course, Sakamo themselves almost lost to the upstart. Shout out to Yansu, getting into the postseason on the last day of the year like i can't even i can't even fathom uh going on a run they're basically the almost almost pulled an 07 rockies situation there um sweeping in the first round you know the number two seed um then they get the number one seed and almost take them out uh that's impressive but in the end in the end uh sakamo uh, was too much and for the second time in their franchise history, they've got a repeat on their hands. Uh, and so that's four titles in 11 seasons. Um, so we call it a dynasty because the team's entirely different than the team that won the earlier titles. But still really impressive work. Um, for those of you who are at home wondering when this is going to end, know that Jamari Boss is a free agent next season. He's got one more, one more year in that contract. And then he's going to want the mother load from you all. Unless somebody can, you know, extend him to a massive contract of some kind, um, which he can't because he's cap tied. So I don't know how that's going to work out, but I guess you can see what's going to happen there. Uh, yeah, like that. That's fun. So as far as awards are concerned this season, uh, I decided to pick. I think I'm going to do that moving forward because it just gives me something to do. Um, I can't play, so I just want to pick awards. Um, and um, and so you know, regular season thing, the only thing that matters. And, um, and I'd say that, uh, what it came down to was trying to find a player that, you know, stood out as not just the, you know, the best offensive player, but you know, which you say, okay, Jamari Bonds or, you know, Ansi Martin or Andrew Karchalina or I don't know, um, something like that, but probably, probably Bonds, right. You know, often Ramon or something. Um, but, but Stephen Beckenbauer, I think rose above them because offensively, and he had a strong season offensively, um, he out hit them, um, but he also had 33 home runs. Um, you know, you all were like, oh, stats are old. Um, 7.5 WAR, so, you know, I think top three in WAR. And most importantly, his team, you know, they, they, they Pori really did run away with the Lancey, despite the five game, only a five games between them and Olu. They really ran away with that division pretty quickly. Um, I mean, it's pretty close to wire to wire as far as, 
them dominating that division. And I think that a guy like Beckenbauer helps you get over the top, you know, second season in the league. Um, you know, he hit, he had a better year this year than he did last year. And last year he's practically an MVP candidate. So, um, I wouldn't say it was an easy choice, but I'd say that the ultimately, I think he put them over the top in that way. Pitcher of the year was wild because I don't know that there was one guy that truly stood out. There's a lot of sort of guys in the middle who were close to things and doing different things. Uh, and, um, you know, Altanen over in Olu was interesting. A uh, guy, high ERA, but, but a solid, um, you know, way, led the league in wins, which I know we think wins don't count, don't matter anymore. But, you know, sometimes I tend to be an old man about this kind of stuff. Uh, Sam Wenberg, actually, the AI really liked him. Um, Lapa was Sam Wenberg, and, and, and they picked him. I think he was number two or number one or something ridiculous. Um, he did not bring high on my list. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Aaron Nikkinen, I think on a, on a different team, would have probably been pitcher of the year for the fourth time. Uh, just a really, really lights out campaign from him, despite you know Helsinki sort of not being able to sort of get into the race, uh, which is a bummer. But that's so so it goes, so it goes. Um, this is actually not a good thing, but it's something worth noting. Uh, Mikhail Asalo is slowly, slowly um, eroding. You know the the all time legend, one hundred sixty one career wins, eighteen thousand eighteen hundred strikeouts in his career. Um, had lost twenty games this year, twenty game loser this season, and definitely tailing off in all these different category. He is a free agent at the end of the season, so if you want to try to sign his shard husk and see if you can get him out of the bullpen to do something for you. That could be fun. I don't think he's ever won a title. Yeah, he did. They won that one title, simply won in 35, but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of down downhill for him from there. Uh, can talk about Turk who's meltdown in a second, but I don't want to go there quite yet. Lance Horstison, uh still out here. Solid 19th round pick. I still can't get over it. 19th rounder out here just dominating. Uh, really, really cool to see that happen. Um, but in the end, uh, Dennis Mitchell, a rookie, 32-year-old rookie, 31-year-old rookie from Australia, um, I think really was the was a pivotal piece of getting Olu, you know, uh, not just into the conversation, but 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 you know, over the hump in terms of you know, a team that you know had had a good season. Obviously, they didn't go deep into the postseason, but still had a really good year. Um, and and so ultimately, he was the guy that picked for pitcher of the year. So where do we where do we go from here? Um, I don't know who the new who of the upcoming free agents are. Obviously, people will sign players, and it'll be a thing. Um, you know, if you if you're bored and you want Guillermo Navio, you can have him. Um, I don't Turku. I don't imagine we'll be resigning him. Um, he did actually play well in Turku. Um, he played well. He played okay this season. I wouldn't say that he's he's not going to be. You know, he wasn't twenty million dollars good, but uh, he he played okay. Um, but I think he's about done. It's while he's only thirty, but someone will probably give him a chance. Um, Vahakopoulos is a free agent. Um, he's kind of, I'm looking at these are all old guys now, guys that used to be dominant players in this league now no longer are. I don't know that there are any, uh, elite players who are upcoming free agents this season. Um, I'm looking just out of, out of mere curiosity, uh, Lucas Mahonen, uh, Mayo Hanen, rather, uh, from Hivinka is a four-war player, 110 RBIs, 24 home runs. He's a free agent this season. Um, so he's spent five years at Hivinka. So he's a free agent this year. Uh, Antu Martinen's a free agent. Olu's one. Olu's outfielders. Yari Vikangas from Turku is a free agent this season. Um, so just a couple of random sort of guys, um, guys who could be useful to you, but... Um, no one that's that's so far that I can tell anyway. 
pitcher-wise, you've got uh, Bill Holmgren's a free agent from Pori. He's a solid 19, you know, 18-game winner, uh, front of the front line rotation guy. He could be really useful to you. Sammy Lutz is a free agent this season. Uh, Lutz had a had a pretty good year this year, I think overall between Nikoli and uh and, and Kubala. So he'll be a he'll be a he'll be a nice back back of the rotation factor. Well, well um, Pori, a lot of Pori guys are free agents this year. It looks like uh, Bill Holmgren, like I said, uh, Julian Erickson. From Lapua as a free agent this season, uh, upcoming season. Uh, Sebastian Musterholm, um, who I think is low key one of the best pitchers in the game. Never won him pitcher of the year, but I think he's one of the best pitchers in this league. Uh, from Sakamo, he's got two rings for his troubles. He's a free agent this year. Um, unless, unless Sakamo can find some kind of magical way to keep him around. Um, uh, Lapua's closer, Daniel Rentakane, is a free agent. So there's some guys out here that could. Help one of these teams that's on the fence. And I think this season Yansu proved that if you can just get into the game, you just get into the get into the into the battle, good things can happen. You know, and you can get it get a little hot. And, and obviously the model is, you know, the mod, our model is set a certain way, but I think that, you know, good things can happen. So you just want to get into that race, just get yourself in there. And the beauty of the beauty of the way this is set up in this league, at least for right now anyway, and has always been, is that you know, draft picks are based on record. And so you're the seventh seed, you get in, but you go on a run and make the finals, you still get the eighth pick. It's not too bad. Um, You know, too bad for troubles for uh, making the postseason. So teams are looking for that incentive to just go on a run a little bit, you know, take some chances a little bit. I mean, Yancey didn't have to, but he'd been building kind of quietly for a while. Uh, So far, we haven't had that conditional uh, seventh spot go, you know, go to, you know, having being so top heavy that the seventh team has a losing record because they would not be eligible for the postseason. Then, um, I guess the last thing I'll talk about then is the um, is the draft pool. Taking a look at some of the players that the names you'll want to know in the draft pool this this um, upcoming draft. And so, a lot of these guys are guys that were um, actually in previous you know previous generated in previous classes, but were pulled out of the classes and dropped into, um, you know dropped into the uh into the the high school pool and so um there's some names that i i know because i remember them being created but but whatever anyway um, i think the best player in this draft right now is a third baseman by the name of ivan volchuk uh, ukrainian ukrainian um guy 23 year old uh third baseman who um will strike out a lot uh but has has, has really it can really get on base and the thing is he can do everything so he can play anywhere in the infield can't catch but they probably could train him to do that uh, and he can play left field. So, um, so really, really dexterous. Can't run, but, you know, a good four, three, four, five, you know, hitter uh, guy. Uh, Tony Lynn, closer. If you need a closer, Tony Lynn, Korean closer, 24-year-old, is, uh, is uh, fully cooked and ready to go. Uh, Jesper Gunderson, he's a Finn. Um, he came from the Juco. He came from Juco. Uh, he's played two years in Juco and kind of tore it up down there. Uh, he is ready to go. You can use him. Um, so probably the best of the feeders that's available right now. Um, other names to know: Rudy Rocha, seventeen-year-old, seventeen-year-old, uh, uh, um, sorry, Uruguayan player. I was trying to think of where he's from. Sorry, and uh, two good pitches, a curveball that's that needs to be cooked more. But for seventeen-year-old, um, it's kind of gross. Um, it's pretty, 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 pretty disgusting. Um, and so um, somehow, apparently, he. 
I don't understand quite what happened to him. It says he wasn't drafted and he joined a, a college team or something. So I don't know if he's a guy that just got good or what happened. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, he's a guy that he's a starting pitcher. Um, he's really good, and you'll want him on your list. Um, the other guys that are on that are that are out here are really guys that still need some work. You know, um, Solomon Alfabi is a, a Nigerian twenty-one-year-old who um, has some potential to be a star in the league, um, outfielder. Um, but he'll need some. He'll need a little bit of time. He's not going to come in day one. Uh, Christian Carter, a starting pitcher, American starting pitcher, uh, similar situation. Um, will need some time to bake before he's uh, able to be used. Joel Chambers, 18-year-old high school player, spent two years in the high school league. Um, um, looks pretty good. Um, and then, yeah, from there, everybody else is pretty flawed. There's some, but, but much like last year, there are a lot of some, some good lotto tickets floating around this. Like I said, the, you liked last year's drafts where there were all these like lotto ticket type guys. Well, there are a bunch of those guys in this draft. Not as many. Um, there, my count, there are 56 uh, players um, over um, their four-star potential in this draft, um, but but which is lower than it's been. The past has been somewhere around 70, 75 one year. There was like a hundred or something crazy. Uh, 56. So they're not as many. So this is the kind of draft where you know, you know, get your guy early because they're not going to be sitting around. At least I would suspect they'd be sitting around. Unless people are seeing things that I'm not seeing, which is possible. Some of you have really interesting draft strategies. Um, but but there are some good lotto ticket pitchers. You know, it's definitely another pitching-heavy draft relative to some of our past drafts, and it's probably good. We've needed some young pitching for a while. Uh, and so we'll definitely get an infusion of that in this draft, and who knows how guys will develop beyond that. But uh, definitely want to take some time and look at that. Take a look at the uh, draft class. The last thing is that um, we will not in the future be doing the uh, the pick your opponent thing. Although I'm considering doing a thing where I let the number one seed pick who they want in the second round, and then do everything else by seeding. Um, this way, if there's some preferential matchup that that you know, it's like not only you get the buy, you also get to pick your first round opponent. Now, of course, that can backfire. Almost did for Yansu. They almost backfired for Sakamo this year. They picked Yansu, um, and Yansu won, so they got them. Um, otherwise, they would have got the lowest seed and. Um, it almost backfired, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I think at this point, we'll probably just minimize the complexity. Although it went well this year. Everybody sent me their list. It was great. It was kind of fun to see, but no one, we didn't deviate from the from the um, way it would have been normally. So I didn't really see a reason to change it up. But that is it. Somehow I made it through this whole podcast without saying the words Kupia. Management regrets the error. But until next time, it's Kamish signing off.